B Tap, and you are listening to Consciously Tapped In. So, in continuation of Mental Health Awareness Month, I have a special guest, Kia. I was about to say Kia. <laughs> you want to say both? Kia Soul. Yes, indeed. Hey, sis. What's up? What's going on? What's Nothing. up, America? It's your girl, Kia Soul. Hello, hello. Okay, so let me tell y'all. Um, I've always wanted to um, have, I guess, speak on mental health awareness. Um, but unlike her, like, she's a huge advocate for it. And so I didn't even know what month it was. And she brought it to my attention. And so I am so thankful to her for that. Um, and so... If it wasn't for her, like these previous episodes and, you know, just this whole segment probably wouldn't have been done or I would have done it like in August or something, <laughs> you know, like, yes, you know, so thank you for that. Thank you for that. So let me start out with asking, um, what has been your relation with mental health? Um, I built a relationship when I was clinically diagnosed with severe anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually experienced the in-home mental health facility um, with getting myself together, uh, having a leer away from corporate America because it was affecting my performance. Wow. Yeah, I, I experienced a, a very big trauma where my grandfather and his wife were murdered by my cousin who um, was dealing with schizophrenia. And um, it, it, it affected the family on both sides. Something where either I was going to sink in under that dark cloud or I was going to bring awareness to it, especially in the urban communities. Mm. Wow. Um, so, with you saying that, and we, of course, I remember having that conversation with you, so, but I'm going to say it right here. I am so sorry, you know, for that type of loss. If anything, you know, I told you with my, with my grandfather uh, yes, being murdered. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so with you being clinically diagnosed, what did they point out as the symptoms to say, okay, this is, you for sure have anxiety or you for sure have post-traumatic stress disorder? Um, anger. Mm-hmm. It was anger. Um, and that's something that I was uh, opposed to because I didn't want to accept that I was dealing with anger. Um, but the anxiety had a high level, a really big percentage whenever I had to face the trauma from the murder and also speak about the trauma from what I was dealing with as a child. Um, And so being assessed, you can get assessed for free um, at any behavioral hospital or facility. Wow. Um, Y'all hear that? Yeah. A lot of people (laughs) don't know that those assessments are free just so you can know what status you are and, you know, what type of category that you fit under if you feel like you're dealing with any other mental health issues. Um, I didn't even know at the time that working for corporate America that I had the opportunity to um, take care of myself because not a lot of people know that and they don't talk about it. So I did my research on the employment assistance program, got a therapist, took myself three months uh, to, you know, at the mental health hospital just to get myself together. And, you know, after being there for three months, I said, hey, this is what I'm going to do. Bring awareness to mental health. Yeah. Yeah. So, how did that affect the uh, your creative side, the poetry? It affects it a lot. Um, I want to say that, um, you know, being an artist, mm-hmm. 
it's so easy to come up with so many ideas and so many creative thoughts. Um, but with having anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder, there's a blockage of emotions um, mentally and internally to where you want to talk about something, you want to share something, but sometimes you just don't want to get out of bed. Um, you don't want to, um, but you don't want to be that negative energy around others. And also having being diagnosed, it's embarrassing. So it's challenging to even express that you are dealing with certain things. So as an artist, I, I, there were times where I may not appear to certain events um, or, you know, as a singer as well, I, I would just fall back and not even want to open that book to write. So it was very challenging, and I know that there are others out there that was dealing with the same thing that I'm going through as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow. Whereas, I guess, for me, that that's how it began for me. Like, in order for me to pick up my pen, it was because I was hurting yes. so bad. You yes. know, yes. I was hurting so bad. But I can see how... Uh, Yes, mic check. The truth. Yeah, yeah, the mm-hmm. truth. Mic check and uh, shout out to the truth. Hello, <laughs> she did this piece on how you know she was just going through so much to where she had to step back right. as well, and right. she felt bad about that because mm-hmm. poetry, you know, is her thing. But right. even what she was going through took her away from that. Yeah, it's um, a challenge. It really is a big challenge, especially when you are a face that people are used to seeing you know mm-hmm. and you are the light to so many people and you are the uh person that empowers and uplifts so many people but we all have to take care of ourselves because if we don't we have to understand that there is a difference between mental health versus mental illness mm, that was gonna be Go ahead. I'm Go sorry. Ahead. Get it I no, 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 no. You went right into it. <laughs> well, there's a difference between mental health and mental illness. Mental health is something that everyone has. Uh, we all have to take care of our health, right? Well, we all have mental health. However, when we um, go through trauma or any big change um, that is in the negative category, then if we don't take care of ourselves, then it turns into mental illness, which falls under different categories, such as anxiety, depression, bipolarism, schizophrenia. Um, There's so many different categories that we can think of, and social anxiety, like sometimes you don't want to step outside, you know. But there's a lot of different categories that I've done my research and still gaining knowledge on. And that's something that we all have to realize that something could happen that would trigger the mental health as a whole. And then you'll have to deal with the emotions that you had to deal with as a child leading up into an adult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when saying no is healthy. Mm -hmm. That's it. That is something that I've spoken on Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, And I feel like I'm getting a little bit better at it. I remember when I had this whole thing about unapologetically pouring into myself, you know, and that's how a lot of things that has been happening has come about because it's just like I got to stop pouring into everyone else and do it for myself. But even still, I have this thing about, I think it's because I don't like being told no. (laughs) Okay. I don't like rejection. So... I have a hard time telling others no, even when it may not be on my heart to do what you're asking me or, you know, like, I I don't know. So how, how do you get to a place where it's just like, no, no, you'll know when it's, when it's time, when you are dealing with life and it feels like you're in a twilight zone and you're being pulled from, from, from so, so many different energies. 
Um, me personally, I have a big heart and I know that you do as well. So a lot of times, for example, we're both in the poetry industry. Um, as dope as we both are, people want to book us. People want to, you know, hear us speak. But if you are not balanced uh, and or organized internally and you tell this person or someone, yes, I'll do this for you, even if it's family, yeah, I'll go pick this up for you. I'll pick you up. I'll take you here. But you haven't taken care of what you needed to take care of within yourself. Then you become you you start having so many imbalanced emotions and then you start feeling crazy inside. And then that's when, you know, you become angry and you know it's just a lot so saying no it's healthy and it has to be healthy you have to take care of yourself first self-care and self-love is very important shout out to the miracle self-love be the best love hey hey what's up sis <laughs> um gosh when you're the strong one mm-hmm. the strong friend the yeah. poet speaking that life and even if it's not necessarily speaking life but also talking about your troubles everyone comes to you who do you go to that's a good question Um, sometimes I have to go to myself because you know that you are your main you know we're we're our worst critic and we are our best critic and sometimes I just have to go to me myself and then God um, I practice the philosophy of peace and I meditate and I burn my sage and I like my Ooh, I remember when you told me to burn that yoga. sage. Ooh, them energies is for real, baby. <laughs> you got to let them windows down, too. You seen that? Remember that post on Facebook? <laughs> yes, Don't let them be yes. flying around. <laughs> Demons just flying, just flying around <laughs> like that movie The Ghost. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I <laughs> no, see that post. no, but you, you, you really, really, really have to gain a best friend in you um, because you know what you deserve. And sometimes you really have to just say, if you, you know, if you don't feel like you can go to anyone, whether it's your sister, your mom, your friend, or anybody, you have to make sure that you continue to uplift, uplift yourself, and show gratitude. Yeah. Gratitude is very important because then you can just sit and look around, put yourself in a still place and say, look how far I've gotten. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to push you. Yeah. Yeah. So. so, okay. I asked who you go to. Is there anyone that pours into you? Is there anyone that comes there is. to you as that, as that person? There, there, there is. I have a friend um, and we rarely see each other on a regular, you know, it's been quite some time. My best friend, shout out to Solo Melodic. He knows how much talent that I have. He knows um, how beautiful I am inside. And when he notices me dealing with that dark cloud, because there are some mornings where I just don't want to get out of bed, that that fatigue kicks in, he reminds me of who I am. And sometimes he'll send me a link of me performing, or he'll send me an old flyer, or he'll, he'll send me old messages that I've sent him to empower and uplift him and it just reminds me of who I am as a whole so yes I do have you know that friend I also have you know my friend Candace shout out to Candace she uplifts oh, me I she's there for me um, sometimes I go back to just listen to her angelic voice and it, it really just reminds me of you know where I come from and where we're aiming so, yeah. that's good that's good um, I, I have a, a person that I feel like to the point where the other day I'm driving, you know, just driving for work, and I just started getting like emotional out of nowhere, and then I was like, it must be about that time. <laughs> no, but um, but 
thinking about that person who is Tiffany, the word mortician, um, I gave her a call just for gratitude, like to thank her for being that person. Cause I, I feel like she's so extremely strong. Like she's that strong friend. She's that strong person and she pours into everybody else and advocates for the arts and, you know, marry me, Tiffany and all at all the shows and supporting Mm -hmm. people, putting people on. And it's just like, how often is she yeah. told thank you? Yes, you know yes, and that is true. Yeah, and That's so I just she's dope. I had I had to do that. Um, I I just absolutely love her because I'll get a random message of her, you know, just speaking life into me at the moment where I probably needed yeah. it most. Yeah. You know, as an artist, we attract so much. Like you know, you you're here to tell your story. But on the other end, we're healing others. So when we're healing others, then other people are reaching out to you. And it's just like, you're just one person. It's like, okay, I got so many people grabbing on me. It's like a game of tug of war. And sometimes we just need someone to bring calm to this. And you always want to have somebody. And and it's important to have someone that you can reach out to, especially when you're dealing with, you know, emotional imbalances and, you know, mental health issues. Emotional imbalances. I, um, when you like sent me the list, Mm -hmm. I read up on it and um some of the signs were uh what like being impulsive inconsistent Mm -hmm. uh unable to control your anger you know so random outbursts um so how does one i guess once they acknowledge it how do they fix i would say that's not the right word fix i would say honestly because there's so many different ways you know we write some people read, some people work out. Um, I think that um, taking care of our physical is important. Um, what we feed ourselves is important as well. Um, and creating a plan, an organized plan, writing everything down, um, realizing what our flaws are. If we started doing something different rather than what we've done last week or a month ago, um, I think that that's something that we need to acknowledge and pay attention to. Balanced emotions can come from so many different eras of life. It could come from generational curses. Mm-hmm. It can come from um, structured uh, lifestyles that you're used to doing. And a lot of times when, a, when we make a change or when we want to move into this new light, we don't know how it looks on the other side. And that's where fear comes. Ooh. And our emotions are running all over the place. It's like we just don't know what to do. And I think just just taking the time out, putting ourselves in a still place and just writing everything out, realizing, okay, taking ownership and taking accountability, like, okay, hey, this is what I have to do in order to feel better. Um, and th- that's what I think. That's I feel that way when it comes to, you know, imbalanced emotions and, you know, how to cope with it and what to do with it to make it better. Mm-hmm. I will say um, I have a tendency to be, like, impulsive. And maybe not even just necessarily like with anger or anything but just by nature like making quick decisions you know with yeah Yeah. and and um I've gotten better about that it's just like I've been on this journey of trying to I mean of course growth you know that's that's I feel like everyone should strive for growth you know and um I will say it makes a total difference when you don't react 
to mm-hmm. something that someone said to you oh, or did that. to you and you just take a step back and don't go off of that anger mm-hmm. or that hurt and it's you a just, trigger yeah that's what it's that, called yeah yeah it's called a trigger um because you know you may say something to me that reminded me of something from when I was a child mm. and then I would respond to you as if I would have responded to you if you were in my past and everybody doesn't know what you've gone through so it is important to, to step back and you know just think before you react and I think that is very important yeah yeah that, ooh, that can be uh, brought into relationships it but, sure uh, can you know. it sure can when you said um, you know I like to move extremely fast and you know as artists we have so many ideas coming up every time like we could see hear one word or see a piece of art on the wall and then come up with this vision and then we want to move and we want to talk about it and you know I always would hear my elders say don't let you know your left hand know what your right hand is doing don't put all the eggs in one basket and I get it now um you know when you express every vision that you have that that is yours that's yours and sometimes when you move fast you're under a lot of pressure yeah oh oh tell me about it <laughs> you're under a lot of pressure uh <laughs> even with the, with this podcast yeah. i think uh when i was first starting you know like i will say i kind of did things like i spoke on it and next thing you know i was ordering microphones ordering mm-hmm. uh what a camera and this and that you because were, I you were excited yeah I didn't know exactly where I was going I didn't know that I would be in this studio There's you know I was like that, yeah know? but I got it done right but where like I spoke on yeah like my videos are gonna, <laughs> my videos are gonna be on YouTube you know this and that I haven't put one single podcast but you know what and that so is? I was like see Brittany you put that out there and yeah. you ain't even did it but you know what you that know? is what I want to say is and this is for everybody if you verbalize something that you say that you're going to do, you still have the opportunity to either change that date or take it back. And what I mean by that is social media puts you under a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's where I came from. Uh, that, that's where I had to realize. I had to realize that once I put something, like I could say something is coming soon. I've already put that in the atmosphere, but that doesn't mean that I have to move as fast as everybody else wants me to move. Exactly. So it's it's all about taking control of what's yours. You mm. know, taking control of what's yours is very important. I like that. I like mm. that. Well, y'all, um, every episode has had a video. I'm a <laughs> Amber. Amber over there laughing. <laughs> Amber's over there laughing because I yes, hear this every week. But hey. These videos gonna be released. I promise y'all that. I just got like a 1996 uh, slowly but surely, one day but, at a time. Okay, it's it's coming along though. Um, covered PTSD by religion. I was I was like, hmm. So you you go into that. Mm-hmm. You go into that. I'm gonna have to now. Disclaimer. Um, <laughs> I am open to all religions, beliefs, and values. But coming from the urban community. We all know that if we were to tell someone um, in the church or just anyone that does not know anything about mental health or mental illness that we are dealing with these things, what's the first thing that we're told to do? Pray about it. Pray about it. We're praying to stay alive, okay? And this is where we bring up suicide. People who deal with mental health issues, we're praying to God every chance we get to not rid the emotion through harm and danger. That's something that we do on the regular. Um, 
I think that the resources and not gaining knowledge and understanding what a person has just said to them is important. Absolutely. Um, because the, the first thing to tell someone to pray, it kind of makes them feel unworthy. It makes them feel unworthy. It makes them feel unacknowledged and misunderstood and that assumptions are being made upon them. Um, it's important to get into um, Christianity, um, number one, to speak on mental health because where we came from, you know, we are African-American. PTSD is something that we are still holding on to from slavery. Um, to give us peace, we learned about the Bible. Mm-hmm. And we read about the Bible. Um, that's, you know, there was church being held during slavery days, and that's what brought us peace. But where do we take care of ourselves when we've gone through trauma? Mm-hmm. This is wow. where we have to figure out, okay, it's more than just prayer that's going to make us feel better. Um, then that's where we have to start breaking down the separation of black families. That was trauma. Um, mothers being by themselves taking care of their kids while the men were out working. And this is where we also go into where black men holding in their emotions um, because they feel like they have to take care of the foundation rather than having an emotion and understanding. You know, it's just a lot. I mean, I can go deep into it. Yeah, it, it is. It's nothing against the religion, the religious side. It's nothing against that. It's just that we have to understand that that's the first thing that we're told is to pray. And I do pray and I thank God every day for giving me the opportunity to move as a mental health advocate. I'm not skilled. I don't have a, a degree in this, but coming from the urban side, come, shout out to Acres Home, coming out the urban side, I, I, I've seen it and I've seen uh, people cope through uh, drug abuse, um, cope through uh, weed, cope through sex. I mean, there's so much and we don't know that there's other ways that we can cope and heal. Um, so, I mean, that, that's something that I would speak on when it comes to the religious side. Nothing against it, but I just know that there's some other other things more than just prayer that we have to focus on. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I definitely religion, prayer, God is like absolutely everything. Yes, but we it is. can't knock out um, our anatomy, right. the, you know, science mm-hmm. and, um, that's it. you know, ways to heal effectively like you said and not just coping mm-hmm. um and it's it's just it sucks if for lack of better terms um that within our community i can't stress this enough and i know it's, it's said a lot that i don't i don't think that black people don't want to but like you said like when you finally I guess were diagnosed it's like but it's embarrassing you know yeah. you feel like something's wrong with you or yeah. you're gonna be judged people will say oh you going to a therapy oh you crazy you know like and and but at the same time so now you have all like all of these right. hurt people right. hurting people yep and That's it's it. just a cycle and a That's cycle it. and um just like you said with with uh, black men i'm gonna have an episode of in the minds of men like because i really just want to dive gonna in be really... i can't wait for it um and I, and i say that in my poem like uh with sarcasm you know like black men can't cry uh mask that pain allow your sorrows to remain brush it off your exterior don't let them see you as inferior Right. You're painted oh, yes. with, look, you're painted with masculinity, walking with your chest out Snap and your dignity. When do you cry? You know, and um, cause it's real. And I see, I saw someone uh, post a comment on a 
post um, that said, like, the lady was asking, why do men ghost women? You know, what are the reasons? And a whole lot of men were commenting and giving, like, actually great, you know, answers. Yeah. Not great answers, like, it's a good thing, but they were giving, like, oh, okay. Right. Um, but one guy was saying, went into that how they're told as men you bet not cry you know you try to channel your emotions and maybe he was saying it in a sense that maybe it was a good woman that scared him right. he went off and then came back when he felt like okay maybe i'm ready now you know something like yeah, that yeah we have to acknowledge men's emotions and i know that that's something that you're going to touch base on on your episode um but women are naturally born emotional beings um but we're looking at men like they have to protect and build and financially be there but what about their emotions what about them they are the kings they're the ones that's going to lift us up you know and I just feel like you know if I was to have a son I would make a change in my generation Um, if my son was to fall and hit his knee I'm going to allow him to cry but I'm also going to advise to him right after you're strong you're going to be okay this is where we have band-aids for this is why we have medication to help you and that's another thing medication with mental health should not be challenged um if it works for you it works for you if it doesn't it doesn't but there are so many different ways that you can heal when dealing with mental health issues yeah oh we because i i think that would or i I mean i've never you know had to take medication for anything but i I feel like that would that would scare me because you I guess you hear the bad side of it more often than the good. You do. You know. Um I don't know if this is too personal, but do you have experience? I um uh, I do have an experience, um, and I'm okay with speaking about it. Okay. Um when I was back in two thousand sixteen, um, when I was diagnosed with severe anxiety and post traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also had fifty percent fifty seven percent of bipolarism. And that was because of me holding on to so many different situations that transpired in my life. I was still reacting to what had happened in my life instead of healing from it. Well, going getting back to what we're speaking on, whenever um they uh, assessed me, they asked me, Did I want to get on medication? I actually declined it, Um, not because it was something that I didn't want to do, but I wanted to test something else out and see what it is that I can do to heal myself. And that's when um, it's I'm going on um, four years without eating meat. Um, And I wanted to to experience not intaking something that has had an emotion before. animals fish all of that they've all had some sort of emotion and think about the trauma that they've gone through when having to be killed in order to be eat that's trauma so why would I want to intake something traumatic while I'm dealing with something traumatic yeah um I also started meditating I started practicing different philosophies of peace and getting an understanding on why why these philosophies were you know transpired um but then that is when um, I did start taking a um, I did start taking a pill back in 2018. I'm not gonna give the name, but it relaxed me and made me calm because it was challenging for me to focus. Um, when I was dealing with the anxiety, I would get anxiety going to work. I would get anxiety on the way to a show. I would get anxiety in so many different occasions. And I asked my doctor, I said, Hey, look, I still want to be sane. I still want to be KSO, but I need something to calm me. And he gave me something that calmed my emotions and really allowed me to be focused. And this is what I would say to everybody. Do what you want to do. 
you know whatever makes you feel comfortable don't do crack don't do it because that's a coping skill too that's a negative coping skill um and i would i I, the, the substance abuse is something that i would say hey look if it's not natural don't do it yeah you know um but just experiencing a mental health hospital I look at it totally different now because I was that person sitting in a room full of people. Hi, my name is Kiara. How are you? And I suffer from severe anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder. And then you go around the room and you hear all these different stories that I really had to take ownership and say, I really pass judgment on these type of facilities because people are really going through it. Yeah. Children. And that's another thing. Children are dealing with mental health issues at the earliest age of six years old, which is why this year we've seen a lot of suicides going on. Yeah. From social media bullying, from bullying at school, Mm -hmm. from things that's going on at home that they were told to be quiet about. It's just a lot. And um, I want to continue to push and and gain knowledge and do my research and be an advocate um, for mental health. And if anyone has any questions, I mean, I'm here. If you have any, if you feel like you are on the verge of committing suicide, I have the suicide prevention line. There's always somebody you can talk to. Um, there's always certain websites that you can go to. If you feel like you're not financially able to get a therapist, there's so many different resources that will that we'll definitely have available to share with you guys. Yeah, that's so dope. That is so dope. So, what is a soul full of talent? Mm, I got a soul full of talent. That, that's my story, actually. Um, I realized that I could sing when I was just 13 years old. And then I started writing poetry around that same age. I had been in theater arts for quite some time. And I didn't understand why I was so attracted to uh, music and, and, and spoken word and, and theater arts. I didn't understand what it was, but then I realized it was my gift. That was my medicine also. Soulful of Talent, um, with that being said, I've created a nonprofit organization that I'm getting ready to officially give birth to. I've been advertising about it, but it is a nonprofit organization, Psychology Through the Arts, for the adolescents to be able to express themselves uh, by creating a better outlet for them when they're dealing with emotional imbalances, uh, things at school, mental health issues, because I realized that I had to put myself back in elementary when you were going through something would you have really felt comfortable sitting in front of someone on a couch by yourself telling everything because I thought I was gonna get a whooping if I would have told it all so why not allow the kids to write down something that hurts them and then act it out or sing it out rap it out cook it out all arts are welcome and that's what soul full of talent is Ooh, that sounds so amazing so Mm -hmm. amazing and if I could be a part of you definitely can now way. you know you are because <laughs> we all got a soul full of talent look okay because i said that i would love to just interact and work with children mm-hmm. because i feel like if like people like you you know uh wanting to do that for children um that's where it should be done that yeah. way they won't have to try and figure everything mm-hmm. out at adult age they'll understand you know? they'll know how mm-hmm. to deal with certain things like you know I had my eight-year-old, that one time my eight-year-old niece told me that there was a little girl sitting right next to her that um, had been dealing with some things at home. She got in trouble at school because of the emotions that she was dealing with at home. And when they had like this sticker progress report or something, um, my niece got a good one and she got a bad one. My niece swapped it because she knew that she was going to, her friend was being abused at home. We have to be mindful of those things that are coming home 
and that are being told to us because we don't know what's going on with these children. And so that made me realize, hey, soul full of talent is much needed. You remember when we were back in school and we had Dare to be Different and the pep rallies and all of that? There's not much going on uh, anymore. Yeah. So it's important to bring back these fun pep rallies, whether if it's for field day, whether it's for testing, back to school. As Soul Full of Talent, we'll be having a basketball tournament fundraiser this August. Details will be coming soon. Um, But it's going to be extremely fun, and I'm looking forward to it being a really big community event and Soul Full of Talent becoming worldwide because it's needed. Oh yeah, I'm I'm so on this and about this. Jamie will be a part. Ah, she will. She's gonna be the face of it. <laughs> Jamie. I need you to dance for me, girl. I need you to tell me a joke. Like, Jamie draws. Jamie <laughs> draws like girl. It's papers all up on the wall. Oh my Drawings. God. Um, I have to see that. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna send you some pictures. Please do. But um, I always tell people this story. But when she was either two or three, she had an easel, um, like them little Walmart easels on the mm-hmm. side and the market side. Oh, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, they still going hard. But um, she had that, and she drew on the easel. She uh, she drew an elephant, and her dad asked me, "Did I draw it?" No, that was Jamie. Baby. I was like, "No, like I'm looking at him, like you drew." Like Jamie drew that elephant, and just the fact that he asked me because it's just like, "No way, this little girl," you know. And she has always loved drawing. She loved art. We just did, um, she just did market day at school mm-hmm. for like entrepreneurship, pretty more so to teach the kids how to count change and you know, this and that. So they all came up with their own products to mm-hmm. sell uh, for like 25 cents or less. And we bought folders and pencils. On each folder, she designed the folder however she wanted it. So she made like a monster face with googly eyes. Aww. She drew a peacock and attached the feathers on it. Um, like I want to see something. Faces. I want to see this art. I gotta see it. Yeah, yeah. And, and she I want to hear her explain it to me too because she's so cute and smart. <laughs> Sometimes I do be like, "Oh, that's a." Da, da, da. She be like, "No, mom, it's a." <laughs> I'm just like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> she's so cute. Art is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> well, Jamie's already a member. A member yeah. of Soul Full of Talent. Yeah, I would, got you, girl. I would love for her to be a part that way. She can channel her emotions, yes. and you know, yeah, all that. to hear this piece because uh, as everybody always hear me say, I, I haven't been clinically diagnosed, but I just know. Like, I know I suffer from anxiety. Um, so I am so excited to hear this piece. I got you. By Kia Soul, the All poetic right, locksmith. Y'all. This is Kia Soul, the poetic locksmith. I am your soul key, so let me be the key to your soul. This is I am anxiety. I am anxiety. I can sign your mind up for a marathon without your consent. Run your thoughts all over the place. Tag your heart in. Skip a beat and make it race at the fastest pace because I am anxiety. So don't try to breathe, better yet, try to breathe because your air is limited. Go into panic. You'll feel confined by your surroundings. Gain suicidal thoughts and get admitted because I am anxiety. You see, it's an emergency and you're not okay. Your joints are giving out on you and you're spiritually, mentally, emotionally exhausted and sore and everything around you is shutting down. So what's the next thing you do? Well, I know 
because I am anxiety. You see, your past is right behind you trying to catch up. And as much as it haunts you, you mix your own emotions trying to give your history that first place position, which have only led you into a suffocating depression. And now you psyched yourself stating to yourself that everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. No, it won't, because I am anxiety. See, now you've become mentally unstable to where your bodily functions are tied in a knot. And the only way for you to feel relieved is if you pop one of my frenemies that'll calm you temporarily. And 24 hours later, you'll drift back to me. So now I congratulate you as I'm able to relax and take a breath. Because now your mental state will work on my, will work on my behalf. You have no control of your body and you're emotionally drained. Your spiritual energy is off, and after being bullied, misunderstood, assumptions being made about you, you ask yourself, why you? Why me? Why you? Why me? You know why? Because I am anxiety. Kia soul. <laughs> yes. Yo, I, me too. I felt every word of that. Thank you. Good Lord. Um, I don't know how I wrote it. I mean, I, I took a CVS receipt paper. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, after the, the day of the murder, the day of the murder, I took a receipt paper and wrote that poem. I don't know how it happened, but I performed it on stage and it just came out. And that poem, I every time I look at it, it's on YouTube. Every time I look at it, I just burst into tears. Oh my God. I do. And that was nobody but God. And I, anxiety is real. And I thank, I really thank you for allowing me to share that. Absolutely. Thank you for wanting to and being so open to. And it's crazy that you say that, like, on the day of the murder, you wrote that piece. Yes. And that is where good impulsive nature mm -hmm. comes. Like, when you know how to channel right. your impulses. Right. Um, and so with me speaking about growth, like, where people may feel like there's like they put a negative connotation on themselves mm -hmm. it can be a positive thing you yes, just gotta can. figure out how to turn it into you a do. positive everybody thing. has a gift mm -hmm. everybody has a talent i thank god for the gift of poetry and spoken word because we say things that everybody can't say we say things that they want to say and the gift of poetry is a beautiful thing shout out to houston's poetry industry um mm -hmm. Absolutely. I speak on life experiences, whether if it's from infant loss, um, mental health, domestic violence, anything that we, I feel that we have the ability to heal from, that's what I speak on. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. Yeah. Well, um, I just, for whatever reason, because we spoke on gratitude, we spoke on people that pour into us uh, this is kind of like you want to do any shout outs any thank yous because I know I just have it on my heart to like I have people in my mind so first I'm going to allow you to those people in your life that you love appreciate that mm -hmm. whatever go do that first giving honor to God Hey, so I, I want to thank him for blessing me with this gift that he's given me I am one of a kind I cannot be duplicated that's why I am the key and he's allowed me to continue to be the key to everyone's soul. I want to shout out to my mom for bringing me into this world. Things have not been easy for her because, you know, of course, she's dealing with the mental health side as well. But shout out to her. Shout out to um, Solo Melodic, my best friend, Candace Love. I love you, girl, no matter what. 
Shout out to everybody who supports me in my artistry. Shout out to everyone who has their best interest in mind. giving honor to God also <laughs> you know um, definitely God has been a, a major piece to my peace because I pray for peace Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> um, and, and I definitely got that uh, prayer answered so that being first um, shout out to my daughter who looks to me just like I say like I want to make my daughter proud like she's seen me spit my poetry and practice so much that oh I'm gonna have to share my um, Mother's Day card with her oh, like it was so I would love to see that Mother's so Day card we it was like I almost cried and then she made me laugh on but I was just like really <laughs> really that girl is a comedian yeah she is um my mother my mother who has been so supportive from the very beginning um even before the poetry like when she saw me going through my pain you know she she has been there for me like every step of the way uh just my family my friends my best friend tiara jasmine desiree dominique aj um (laughs) it's okay you can hey we, we got that um i i appreciate the friends who aren't friends because they're family uh, you know the ones that you have no doubt about confiding that. in and knowing that your your feelings your emotions your whatever you're going through will be taken mm-hmm. care of in a great space amongst great people and not have to worry about you know outside um shout out to them uh you said, you know, for, for the poetry scene, I have to say this, uh, Carlos Wallace for... Thank uh, you, Carlos Wallace. We <laughs> love you so much. Look, okay. We really do. For creating a, a, what was I trying, a platform yes. for for us to all be able to do these, you know, the poetry, because that leads us to too soulful of talent, yeah, you know, yeah. too consciously tapped, tapped in. in. We dive into other things that we are capable of. Like I said, the wormetician, Ebony Rose, just those two. Hey, like, Ebony. Hey, okay, Ebony. Kanai, girl, we ain't forgot yeah, about you. Kanai, okay. <laughs> she, go listen to her album. So I just I just felt the need to uh, do that. And oh my gosh, don't nobody get mad at me if I forgot you. Please don't. <laughs> uh, I, I do want to say, uh, because there are relationships that involve mental health, so I want to shout out to my king. Kenneth, I love you so much. I know it's, not, it's it's been challenging and Walking into this relationship, you didn't know anything about mental health, and I thank you for being so supportive. I love wow. you, baby. Wow. Shout out. Shout out to that. Uh, look, you know what? Because we, we can just keep going on okay. and on. But um, I appreciate you again for for bringing this to my attention, You're you know, um, because it has been on my mind. But like I said, I was just like, huh, what month is it? You mm-hmm. know, and you, you brought it to me, and... Um, I, I, this was needed. It, it definitely was, needed. was, and I thank you for having me. Um, if anyone has any questions or anything regarding mental health, my social media is the Poetic Locksmith, and I'm here to answer and be there for you. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Well, that has been our segment for mental health awareness. Yay. I think this is. I want to keep going, but like, uh, hey there'll be more there will be more um yeah about to start working on some other stuff you guys uh y'all stay tuned to 
consciously tapped in with BTAP. Thank you.